Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Brandon Ream. And I am Patrick Hasty. Absolutely. You are. Absolutely. Can we cuss this early? This is the quickest we've dropped an F bomb. No, because sometimes we'll do like pre rolls where it's just like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. That's fun. I like pre rolls. I I get them all all the time uh, when I walk over to my dealers. Wait. Oh, like joints, you mean? Yeah. Lucy joints? Yeah, yeah. You can get a Lucy joint. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, goddamn! How are you, man? I'm fantastic. Fantastic! We did it. We did another fucking year. Two full years. Yeah. Of the podcast. This is the third year in review we're doing. It is. Goddamn! I think these are the best episodes we do. I like listening to them. Me too. It's the only one I like listening to. Yeah. Yeah, because I get to find out what I was into back Listen then. Listen to the last episode. <laughs> no thanks. Uh, That's a good one. You mean Fun Size Ninety? Yeah. Uh, no thanks. Uh, yeah, I I like the I do like these episodes. I like doing all the prep. And learning from them, because since we did them over the last two years, constantly all year long, yeah, being like, ooh, I love this and album. Then you listen to one of your lists, and you're like, mm, I don't like that I don't shit. like that movie yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that, mo- yeah, that song, that album's good, but not great. Um, yeah, so that's where we're, we're at. Um, okay, so 2019, how can we okay, sum it up? What do you got? Oh, should I, let me read the Wikipedia first. Okay, okay uh, 2019, uh, MMXIX is the current year and is a common year starting on Tuesday of the Gregorian calendar. The 2019th year of the Common Era and Anno Domino designations. The 19th year of the 3rd Millennium, the 19th year of the 21st Century, and the 10th and last year of the 2010s Decade. 2019 has been assigned as an International Year of the Periodic Table of Chemical Elements by the United Nations General Assembly, given that it coincides with the 150th anniversary of its creation by Dmitry Mendeleev in 1869. <laughs> nice. Nice. It ended on a 69. Um, so, okay. So, the, what, 2019, what is it? Tw- have you reflected a little bit on the year? What does it mean to you? What did you, what What are you walking out of this year with in your pocket? Oh, that was a good year, I guess. Yeah? You had fun? Yeah. Had some ups and downs? Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, I liked a lot of this year. I'm going to say. Probably could have done more. Think, yeah. I think I put on some pounds. Weight? More so than any other year. Yeah. What are you doing? You're eating too much? No, just, you know, yeah. Sleep, drinking too much? Your girlfriend. Yeah, you get real podcast. I did that. Put on weight this year too. Yeah. Feeling gross. Been sharing videos uh, on my Instagram and I shared a video from it's like a all year right, ago. It's because uh, 2020, that's when I'm going to lose it all. Clean it up. Yep, yeah, that's right. That's fun. Uh, well, you know what they say, hindsight's 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, I uh, I like this year. I uh, Last year when we recorded this episode, I was in a bad place in my head. Uh, this year, I think I'm in a bad place right now. When I'm in more of a, this is just the end of the year. I'm always going to be in a bad way. I just way. chugged through this year. Yeah. Um. Just kept going. Yeah. Stuff kept coming at us. I, uh, I, th- I feel like I, 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 I need to. As I get older, I need to get better at, uh, keep when a success happens or when something good happens, letting that like seep in mm-hmm. and carrying it with me a little longer. So that when bad things happen, they don't fucking take over. Because a lot of times I feel like bad things happen and I just let them like stew. 
Uh, you know, like I'll feel like, oh, I haven't done anything this year. And then I start looking at it. I'm like, well, I kind of did a lot of stuff this year, you know? Absolutely. Um, and I think I, 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 that's a thing that I didn't do in 2019, but I want to get better at for future years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like at the end of a decade, it's very interesting. You can really start off big, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what, uh, exciting stuff this year. You went and you got to see the Raiders play in Oakland. That was really cool. Yeah. Their last year. Yeah. Yeah. There. And they got their ass kicked by the Chiefs. Oh. It was, it was a great time, well, though. Had yeah. To, uh, went with uh, my brother and uh, one of my best friends. That's right, Joel. That's good. From growing up, so we all had a great time. Yeah, had a lot of edibles and. You got to you. you what else do you do this year? You went to that fucking uh, what do you call it? The uh, the DC Six Flags. Yeah, you had fun at Six Flags. Went to Six Flags. Yeah. Uh, went to Philly. That was Philadelphia. Cool for the first that's right. Time. Yeah. You went to the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, yeah. So you really went out there and had a good time. Yeah. Um. I feel like I had a good time. I, Vermont I, was fun. Vermont was great. Uh, we did Waking Windows. That was really fun. Uh, did we do another had road some trip? some good barbecues. Didn't me and you do another thing this year? A road trip? Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, good bar, good foods. Good ice cream on that trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to California with Ryan Solomon. That was really fun, doing a road trip. I did shows with Joan uh, La Rosa Doyle. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. very fun. Um, headlined some fun clubs. That was exciting in Detroit and in Minneapolis. So that was cool. Um, yeah, I think I I I, I did 2019 a little different. I I planned everything out 100 days at a time. Yeah, and, and it was really good. My first 100 days was sick. My second 100 days was sick, and my next 66 days just sucked shit. And then my last 100 days have been okay. I think I worked too much. Yeah, at your job, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I had to close down a job on my own, Fuck. pretty much. Was that the first time you've done that? To a degree, yeah. yeah. So, like, I had to take on the stress. And I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to get stressed at work, man. No, yeah. That's how I feel. I get that way a lot, too. I ain't, I ain't here for that shit. This time of year is the busiest time of year I have at my job. And, like, I had to day off on the day we're recording. But I'm literally so busy the next four days. And it's... <sighs> Turning 35 kind of makes you think, maybe I should stop giving a shit about stuff like this. And just be like, yeah, you have a job. You have a place that pays you money. Yeah, and not only that, I had a lot of uh, side work. Oh, doing extra stuff. Like when you you worked with Jordan for a while? Yeah, yeah. uh, Did some stuff at Costelli's. Is that good? Do you like that? Or. I mean, I. Makes you feel more tired. uh, I'm able to make a lot of money off of it because I tip. You're going to make more when you contract your own work. Yeah. Or whatever. But it's also, uh, you know, there goes a Saturday. Yeah. And a Sunday. I think of that stuff, yeah. I just think it's weird how the older I get and the longer we do things, um, the way it, uh, like my temp job a year ago, I didn't care. Two years ago, I didn't give a shit. Last year, I didn't care. Now I kind of have to care and give a shit sometimes. Right. Um, but it's, I mean, everything they've given me, I you should. If I was a fucking, like people, other people my age have careers that they really give a shit about and care about a lot. Um so, I mean, of course, a lot of fun with the podcast. That's right. We had a great year for the show. Yeah. A lot of great guests. A lot oh, of yeah. growth. We moved. Uh-huh. Remember we left Podomatic, came over to Podbean. A lot of fun, saved, fun sizes. Saved hundreds and hundreds of dollars. If you're a podcast, we know we have friends, everybody that pod, podcasts. If you're podcasting with Podomatic, I don't want to badmouth them, but I highly suggest going to something else. You're, you're going to spend so much. We spend so much less money with Podbean a year than we do with Podomatic. Um, so think about that. Think about that. Um, yeah, I wish I'd uh, wish I'd done more mics. Yeah, 
first year I haven't really been like really you on the grind. Down. Yeah. You know, but I still did a lot of cool shows and some fun fests. Yeah. Did and, I talk about my, you know, that I have, I, I don't think I told you about the, I know I didn't say it on the podcast. I, um, so I'm very goal oriented and all that stuff and I keep track of everything. Yeah. Um, Hat trick hasty. That's right. Around October, I went, I was counting up how many shows I'd done this year and how many mics and I keep track of that and I have goals and stuff. And I realized that sometime around March, I fucked up and I added numbers wrong and I let's say I thought I had done 150 stand-up shows in uh-huh. October. I'd actually done about 60, and it crushed me. <laughs> like because everything had been working, and you're, yeah, yeah. you're telling everything, and all of a sudden I found out I was wrong, and woof, it really threw me for a loop for a couple of days. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I also, think, uh, yeah. a lot of work. I mean, uh, the electrical, the yeah. the girlfriend, and yeah. the uh, uh, podcast. Like, uh, kind of made it a little harder to get on a good mic Yeah, roll. yeah. I mean, there were a couple of times when I was feeling good, but yeah. uh, other than that, you know. Well, that's like those hundred sets in a hundred days, I think, yeah, were always need so another one of those. Yeah, I think we'll start the year with one, because I, I did one of those. The, I started this year that way, and it was great. Yeah. And I, and like, literally, there's the, the other thing that I'm trying, because I'm dumb, right? And I'm like, okay, well, in 2016, I did 350 stand-up shows. And this year, I've done 150 stand-up shows. But... 30 of those stand-up shows I did this year was an hour of stand-up on stage. In 2016, those were three-minute sets at the Creek in the Cave at open mics. You know what I mean? So it's like, you kind of got to like think of that, but you don't. You look at it as a number. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and so I'm trying to do that. And another thing I did this year that I kind of forget about, and I'm very proud of it, is I wrote a TV pilot that I really like. And I don't think it's going to get made. Yeah. But I'm very proud of it. I just got to get back on uh, the grind side of it because uh, I, I do shows, and, yeah. You know, I, but I never feel confident enough to get the newer stuff, yeah, into with the older stuff. I know that I've said. I think I even said this on last year's episode. I one thing I really want to do is fuck with clubs in New York a lot more and learn from that. And we have enough friends that do it that I need yeah. to figure that out. But I maybe probably two three weeks ago. I did a show uh, at the New York Comedy Club with Gideon, was booked on it as well. I had the time of my life. Nice. And it was one of those things where, like, maybe you're this way. I don't know. But um, you don't think you can do something, and then you're so nervous. And then when you do it, you're like, well, fucking of course I can do that. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. I was like, I was so scared. I'll go do you tonight. You could tell me, hey, Patrick, I need you to go to Milwaukee and do an hour in a room full of 400 people. No problem. But doing seven minutes or 10 minutes in front of a club in New York City in a basement terrified me yeah but then i did it and it was great and it was fun and it was cool and it like i didn't stick it like a thor th- sore thumb and so that helped that did a lot you know um so i feel like i'm kind of coming back up on this thing um i also got to watch friends get married this year our friends chris and emily got married oh cool uh my buddy nick and megan got married that was really great um said goodbye to some friends this year said hello to some friends made a lot of friends uh i saw a lot of concerts this year man me that, too that was a huge thing you know um saw concerts i saw of the bands I saw in concert this year, I think I saw three bands this year who I talk about in last year's end of the year episode about finding out about last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I saw three bands this year who I didn't know about uh, two years ago. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. Um, yeah. So it's the end of an era, man. Almost, We're almost at a decade of doing stand-up, you know? Yeah. It's, it's weird. Um, That's the other thing where I don't really stress about like... Yeah. Not getting out enough this year. Yeah. To like what I would like to. Yeah. You know, as part like still did more than I would have in Iowa. Sure. Yeah. But like compared to what I done the last three four years here. I think I think I needed. That's where I'm just like, well, it's never gonna go anymore. I mean, yeah, it's always gonna. It's be always there. there. Yeah. yeah. 
I think I kind of uh, stop. I dipped this year in terms of certain things because I was doing other things. Yeah, but but I want to do the other things, you know. So yeah. Mm. Uh, Well, goddamn. So you know what we do on this thing? We like to talk about the year. Mm -hmm. We talk, go through the stuff. Um, Let's talk about. uh, You want to start with films? I guess. Okay. Same thing we did last year. Yeah, yeah. So 2019 in movies. Now, what do you think? You we were talking a little bit before the show. The as far as like me is a little bit weirder list because I'm used to. Pretty much all being franchise. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm an easy sell on a franchise movie. Yeah. I like me the Marvel formula. Yeah. You know? It's easy. Whatever people say, you know. But uh, I will say, like, the last couple years, mm-hmm. I think the Marvel formula has been at its peak. Okay. With, like, uh, like I think, like, Guardians 2 yeah. and Thor Ragnarok are, like, Boom. top well, five, if same. not yeah. three yeah. Marvel movies for me. And like Black Panther was like, yeah, it was fantastic. Awesome, you know, and, and then like, also at that same time, Logan came out around that time. Yeah, Logan was sick. Yeah, um, there's another Into the really Spider Verse. The Spider Verse was like sick. all like yeah. the first Spider Man movie was great. And then like this year, like I mean, I really enjoyed uh, Spider Man uh, Far From Home. Yeah, and I really enjoyed uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel yeah. and like uh, stuff, but like they it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they didn't like. But I mean, I watched the crap out Did of them. Did you see any movies that came out this year that you didn't like? Anything that's you know anything? That I mean, outside of you just, didn't you didn't like Midsommar oh or Midsummer or whatever it is? A, yeah, I, that might be on a lot of people's lists. but yeah. I don't think I've hated a movie, a movie more. more in my life. It's on my. I still haven't watched it. I still haven't seen it. Listed, I think but. a big part of it. Yeah. was because one, I don't watch any of these newer horror movies yeah. that aren't really scary. Yeah. or about anything. Yeah, they're, they're just like they're uh, just like these weird, at, yeah, like, but it wasn't, yeah, for me at least. Like uh, when I watch a horror movie, I want to see like, you know, you want to see a Jason or yeah. a Freddy. Yeah, right? I want to see like cool heads get smashed yeah, yeah. and shit like that. And uh, here's the other thing. Yeah, my girlfriend wanted to go to it for sure. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. And I didn't know anything about the movie. And I was like, oh, this will be cool and fun. I'm not gonna know. I'm. I'm not going to watch a trailer, yeah. read a commercial, or anything. I'm just going to go into this movie completely blind. Yeah. And uh, maybe you should have seen was something. Not, was not for me. Yeah. I, I, some people really enjoy it. I don't know how I'll feel. I still haven't seen it, but it's interesting because I have your version and then I have the also like people I like have loved it, you know? So it's like kind of like I have There's, that whole thing, you know? It's thematically rich. Yeah. But I don't want that in a yeah. fucking horror movie. I think it sucks when It's you, not really a horror movie, though, yeah, but yeah. like. I don't know. There's a. I'll tell you the movies that I didn't like this year. That that movies that people loved that I didn't connect with the way same way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Never saw it. Uh, I I didn't think it was bad, but I just didn't. There's people that are top. It's the top of people's lists, and I don't. Yeah. Get, that's not for me. Um, The Irishman, same thing. Thought nah. it was fine. Thought got... The Irishman was interesting. I just didn't like it. At the end, I was like, okay. Um, I really The Irishman felt like I could have just read the Wikipedia and came away the same way. Um, and I also didn't like the Joker, which I know a lot of people cared a lot. I for. wish I did. Yeah, I, I, I. A lot of people like people it. act like it's a, great, and I'm like, did I see the same yeah, movie? Because it was like corny. A lot of people who didn't think they were gonna like it at all enjoyed it a lot, and I wish I was that. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like it, and then it was. It wasn't as bad it's a as really I really well made. I think it's just a really yeah, yeah. well made average movie. Sure, it had interesting stuff, but it was just one of those things. But those three of that. Um, I, I'll say this too that what I haven't seen that I think I will probably enjoy that I haven't seen Parasite 
I started it, but I didn't finish it mm-hmm. um, just because I was watching it online. Um, Nineteen Nineteen, which hasn't come out yet at recording, the it's a World War One big epic, right? Um, Uncut Gems, the Adam Sandler movie that everybody's raving about. Oh I haven't yeah, seen that yet. Uh, Little Women hasn't come out yet, and I want to see that because I love uh, that director. I think uh, Greta Ger- Gerwig is going to do good stuff with it. Um, and I didn't see Marriage Story yet. I don't think I will. I don't think I want to watch a married couple fight. I want to see Yesterday. Um, I haven't gotten around same thing. to it yesterday yet. Yesterday I haven't seen. I didn't see uh, Shine a Light or whatever. The the other, there was a Bruce Bing, Springsteen movie that came out around the oh, same yeah. time. Um, I didn't see either of those yet either. So that's all on my haven't seen lists. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you got any honorable mentions of your favorite movies for the year? Yeah, I got a few. What do you got? Let me hear you. Uh, you know, I like my dumb movies. You do? I'm not a Pokemon Well, you guy. like dumb movies. Yeah. And you like young movies. Uh-huh. And I think you like full of cum movies. Yeah, but I erase that history every time. Yeah, you got to you know, uh, incognito, baby. I'm not a Pokemon guy. Mm-mm. Missed it by a couple of years. I rather enjoyed that Detective, uh, po- Pikachu? That Detective Pikachu movie. Uh, that's it, that's on my haven't seen yet. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it. It was one of those like, I know I'm going to like stupid movies like that anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, that or like a kid that would be king. Yeah. I was a real big fan of Fuck. that. I That's on my... Am I, I was supposed to watch that today. Yeah. For this show because I know I'm going to love that movie. You're gonna. Uh, it was on. It's on it HBO now. So bad. You know, you know what I watched today that I didn't like at all. I turned it off before it was over. The new Hellboy. Have you seen that? Yeah. I I fell asleep. I turned it off. I should. I was going to watch King instead of Hellboy, but I watched Hellboy instead. Um. Yeah. Boy. I mean, I, mean, I like the new Lego. I didn't see it. Stacy didn't love it as much. Stacy yeah, loves the first one. Yeah, it, the bar yeah. was set pretty high. Yeah. with that and Batman Lego Lego Batman, Batman mm-hmm. doesn't get enough talk. Yeah, because like the other one's so good, yeah. but Lego Batman I think is like arguably one of the best like yeah uh, Batman movies ever made. Uh, what else you got? You got any other? Uh, Toy Story Four was fine. That's on Toy Story you know? Four is on my honorable mentions. Uh, I really like Good Boys. Oh, I never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Was it good? I thought it was going to be a completely different movie. Yeah. Because well, that, it's an R-rated movie mm-hmm. about kids. Yeah. But, you know, so you think it's just going to be like all raunch and edge. Yeah. You know? But it wasn't at all. And uh, it was really enjoyable. I think that Seth Rogen's company is good about that, but they're also good at making trailers that kind of fuck you over. Oh, they did that too, huh? Yeah. They, um. So it's kind of like knockers. Similar, yes. Uh, yeah, where like the trailer makes you think one thing and you're, yeah. you're like... Uh, I'll say that another movie that I didn't think I'd like because of the trailer, but it's on my honorable mentions, same productions, Longshot, the film with uh, Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Have you seen that? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, it's it's like on I my said, honorable mentions. Seth it's not Rogen on my top, but... is really great at yeah. making uh, pretty good comedies yeah. almost every time. Totally, yeah. yeah. I think he, that's his thing. Like He's like, I, kn- I know how to make this... He gets and get. a seventy percent Rotten Tomato. Yeah. on pretty much every movie yeah. he puts out. It's great. I think he's got a good temperament. I like him. I like his stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was an honorable mention, and that one very easily could have been in the. You know what I'm saying? In the top. Totally. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what do you got? What's your number six? My number six. Yeah, and we'll take turns if that's okay. Yeah. I just uh recently saw it, and I was uh pretty. I was gonna say pretty surprised that uh-huh. uh i liked it i didn't i never even heard of it uh prior to watching it but uh ready or not ready or not is that a horror movie yeah oh okay but it's like it's a pretty chill horror movie okay like it's not like gore it's it's just a really good con fun concept yeah and uh 
well done. Hmm. And like the lead in it's great. Yeah. We talked about this maybe on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably when I just watched it. But yeah. when I was going through my list here of everything, it was like yeah. it just kept being better than other movies. Yeah, that's cool. And I never expected that. Well, shit damn, homie. Adam Brody's the star of it. Yeah. Adam Brody, he, uh, birthday. We're boy, birthday twins. Me really? And him. Yeah. Andy McDowell's great in it. Basically, it's about a uh, uh, newlywed couple. Yeah. And uh, they get married, and then she's marrying into a really rich family that is eccentric. Mm-hmm. And on the night of everybody's wedding, when they marry into the family, they have to play a game. Yeah. And uh, she drew a card. And their game is uh, hide and seek. Okay. Which uh, isn't supposed to happen. And that's uh, just uh, the luck of the draw that they have to kill her. Wow. And it's 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 funny. Yeah. You know, it's got uh, good characters. It's kind of like uh, Cabin in the Woods light. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what? I'm going to tell you. I just Googled it. You might be interested in this. I just saw there's an article from today. Lego movie writers and Ready or Not directors are teaming up for a horror comedy. Yeah. So that's your fucking, that's totally. your 2020, baby, yeah, right yeah. there. So if that's great. Like, uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. And yeah. Like I said, it's uh, actual, it's not scary. Yeah. You know, it's a good character and you want her to sure. get through. And there's a great twist at the end. Cool. Kind of like uh, Cabin ever, in the Woods. So. Does it have, is it kind of like a similar, not similar, but of like Get Out has that kind of you're constantly being like, whoa, okay, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. I totally. like that. I'll try. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, I think you'd like it. Yeah. And if you're like squeamish. Yeah. Uh, like the scene, there's like two little scenes and it's more like psychological mm-hmm. horror with like the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number six. Now, my number six is a, a, a I'm going to call it like a, it's a tie. Right. But one of them is connected to yours because uh, Mr. Adam Brody, whose birthday is on December 15th, is in it. My number six is going to be basically all the superhero movies that I enjoyed. Uh, should, oh, first off, first off, my honorable mentions. I, I should have said that. My honorable mentions, Longshot, Us, Toy Story 4, uh, Order, uh, or uh, the X-Men Fight Phoenix movie. I'm going to add that. I think it's fine. It is. Um, yeah. Uh, but my number six is going to be all the, all the superhero movies that I am including on my list, which is Shazam. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, Endgame, and Captain Marvel. I enjoyed them all. I like parts of them all. I don't think any of them are better than the other one, even though I think Endgame was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I think they're all fun in the same way, and that's my number six, all right. of them. Yeah. I think Shazam had so many things that stuck with me. Um, Endgame was emotional. Captain Marvel, I thought, felt very in the universe I want to see a Marvel thing in. Yeah. And Spider-Man Plus- Far From Home was really... Somber. I don't think anybody's had more fun than Samuel L. Jackson and Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, it's great. It's very. I think. Plus, it's I'm cool. a. I'm a. You throw Ben Michelson in at anything. That's right. I'm you got it, it, baby. You got it. Um. What about number five? Can I get your number five favorite movie? Oh, you of want my number five? If you'd give it to you me, you can absolutely have my number five. When are you gonna come down? When I, you know, the Oasis movie? No, no, that's Rocket Man. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. movie. I uh, wasn't like too big on yeah wasn't expecting too much out of and then uh randomly rented it on a night and i'm like this is great yeah it's uh like visually like daring there's a whole bunch of like it's just you like your musicals yeah right Mm -hmm. and this uh like musical biopics are so like yeah like the same basically Mm -hmm. most too many of them are bohemian rhapsody 
No. No, okay. No, no. And he pulled, doesn't pull punches even, and he was part of it. Yeah. No, no. Uh, for starters, Taron Edgerton yeah. is fucking great in cool. it. He does all of his singing. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it is just like, all of a sudden, we're having a story, but uh, we're going to, everything's going to fall into this big musical number. Okay. Like, there's there's musical numbers yeah. in it, too. And it's, that sounds fun. And it's just great. I and never... Taron Ed- Edgerton is... Like I said, fucking fantastic in it. I don't love big musical movies like that. So I don't know if I would love it, but like, I think I would. Weren't you just saying you're hyped for the heights? Yeah, but that's because I love that musical so much. You know okay. what I mean? But like, but like, I don't love, I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't give a shit about it. I don't, I well, didn't that, give a that's shit. That's a musical bio. That's, that's different. why I'm saying it's different than This those. is more of a musical. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe I will like this then. Um, yeah, it's not so much like, and that's how we wrote, bo- yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, this yeah, song. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden a crocodile walks in the room yeah. wearing a, 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 a fucking BC rich guitar. And they're like, crocodile, that crocodile rocks. And yeah, then, exactly. Grab my guitar. Uh, cool. OK, uh, well, my number five is a movie that I watched in San Francisco uh, with uh, Ryan Zolman. Uh, and it is a, a really good little comedy called Booksmart. I thought it was great. Did you see Booksmart? Uh-huh. Did you? It's very good. Uh, I don't know either actress's name. Caitlin Deaver, maybe, and Bern, ben, Benny Goodton. I don't know. It's uh, Jonah Hill's sister's in it. She's great. Uh, Caitlin Deaver's in it. She's great. And Carrie Fisher's daughter is in it, and she's fucking great. She's also in some of the Star Wars movies. She's yeah, yeah. in there a little bit. Um, she's really featured in The Last Jedi. She's yes. got the tight little blonde buns. That's right. She's Well, you're talking about her hair. Yes. Uh, she, uh, she's, it's very good. It's very funny. Mike O'Brien, who was on SNL and who's the creator of AP Bio, he has a really great part in it. Um, it's it 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 it's in that same line of like eighth grade and Lady Bird. It it follows that same trajectory of like ah fuck. I think this is what kids are actually like. This makes sense. This doesn't feel like. I mean, even though it it, it felt very much like a super bad of its era. It, it's a similar thing. Um, very funny, very good. Directed by Olivia Wilde, who, you know, she's a great actress and she gets to, she's directing this movie. And boom, she's a great director. Who knew, you know? Boom. Um, it's very good. And uh, I've rewatched it twice since I first saw it, which is, I don't usually rewatch, especially a comedy. And, you know, especially a new comedy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll rewatch fucking old school or something, but um, but I really liked it. So, yeah. Uh, book, Rank the book tank. Smart. Yeah. Rank the tank, baby. Rank the tank. We're going to do one more. Okay. Number four. Number four. My number four is uh, Shazam. Shazam, yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan. So good. I didn't know enough about Shazam. I really liked the bag. It was one of those that, like, as soon as I got home, I was, like, going deep into the Shazam Wikipedia. Also, uh, spoiler alert, the uh, reveal late in it where uh, I didn't know that the Shazam family was a thing. Yeah, me neither. And then they use it as, like, the main plot device in the third act. And it's just like, oh, well, this is... Awesome. I and I like the kids. Yeah, and it was just fun. I was just talking was, to Stacey about it yesterday because it's on HBO Go now too. Yeah, and I will never. I don't think I'll ever have that experience again. And I I love this movie so much because of this experience of that kid that plays his friend who or his stepbrother his friend the kid with the the crutch from it. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I uh, I'll back it. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. Yeah. Um, the way he acted, and I'm sitting in the theater, and in my head, I'm like, boy, he acts. A lot like Adam Brody. I wonder if they made him watch the OC. I wonder if he came in that way. Maybe that's just how he is. But he, God, he reminds me of Adam Brody. That's great. And then later when he becomes a Shazam, he's played by Adam yeah, Brody. That's what you're saying. I can't fucking 
it's so surreal to me because it's not like everybody's like this kid acts like Adam. And my brain decided in it. I'd be like, oh, that guy like this. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if you're watching a movie. It'd be like if when I was watching Looper, if the whole time I'm like, boy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's a lot like Bruce oh, yeah. Willis. Do want to see Knives Out? You know, obviously. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, that's on Speaking the list. Speaking of Ryan Johnson, um, but goddamn, yeah, I Shazam's fun. Shazam's yeah. cool. It's fun. Um, the the character designs of the Seven Deadly Sins are awesome. Mm-hmm. I liked the you Superman know? thing at the end. Of the, yeah. or the the, the him coming to lunch with them and stuff. It doesn't take itself seriously, but it's also got like uh, stakes. Also, you can watch it this time of year. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Much like, uh, what are you, Die Hard with Iron Man 3. Sure, Iron Man 3, exactly. Um, goddamn. Okay, so that's uh, what's, that was your number four, that's right? That's right. Well, my number four is a little movie that I know you liked, so I'm wondering if it's coming up or if you forgot about it, which is exciting. Uh, a little film starring a Mr. Edward Murray called Dolomite is My Name. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. What was your that number for you? That's my number four. Oh, that's my number three. No shit. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Dolomite is my name. Fucking rules. So good. Have you rewatched it? Yeah. If I you, rewatched it that weekend. It's fun just to watch just for the Wesley first Snipes' time. part. He's so he's so everybody's good. so good. Yeah, in they it. are. Yeah, but Wesley Snipes crushes. And I um, that was a movie. As soon as I watch it, I had to tell everybody. It's mm-hmm. like watch, watch yeah. this. Yeah, and it's one of those movies that um after I go into it, written by the guys that wrote Ed Wood. And then that made me rewatch Ed Wood, which is such a good movie. And you find those guys are just so good at doing that. And yeah. um, I think I talked about it on that episode with somebody. But if you haven't done it, Dana Gould has a great podcast called The Dana Gould Hour. And he did an interview with the writers of Dolomite and they, of this movie. And they tell the story of the production of the movie on this podcast. And that could be a document. That should be a documentary. It's you know, so good about I them, their history I could watch a documentary about the production of every movie Me too. ever made. I do it so much. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I like watching documentaries um, for f- movies I haven't seen. I love watching you know documentaries I mean? about shitty movies. I watched that documentary. The like, What's the one that's about the apocalypse now? Heart of Darkness. I watched that documentary way before I ever saw Oh, I just like apocalypse watching now. YouTube videos about like the production Oh, stuff. those are fun too, yeah. Like, and like uh, He-Man is really oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. Just like. Yeah, it's great. I love that they were doing that. It's it's really cool. Any movie made from like ninety eight to like two thousand five because they were always thinking of DVD extras. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool production stuff happening on all those. Remember DVD stuff. extras? Love it. They're still there somewhere. Like if you buy them on Amazon, they're afterwards. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so that's, that was my number three. So that was your number three. So I'll say. I guess I'll just jump to my number three, uh, which was uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's the the movie. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Uh, the Mister Rogers movie. Mm-hmm. That you haven't seen it, right? No. I can't explain it. It's not... Don't go into it thinking it's going to be the story of Mr. Rogers, because it's not. Yeah, it's about that other guy. It's so interesting. It's so... That other guy that's like skeptical of Mr. Rogers he's, and it's stuff, a, he's, and then, he's a writer that's just like a beat writer. Mm-hmm. And it's so good... Allen Ginsberg? No, 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 no. Uh, that's a different beat writer. Uh, it's so good, and it's... um, Boy, that was so funny. It made me howl. Uh, it's so good, it... Uh, it does such interesting shit the whole time. Yeah. I'm I it's hard to look away. You know, like I never want it's the one of those movies that I'm like, well, I can't go to the bathroom because I'm not gonna miss nothing. I don't like this. real movies, but um, I want to check it out. It's good. And and it's fun it's weird. It's weird in a lot of ways. And another thing that's very interesting about it is it's based on a true story. So like the character in it isn't the same. It's a different name, but it's based on a real event that happened. They just changed the name so that they could take more a couple liberties. Um but uh the author, the person it's based on, the writer who actually did these interviews with Mr. Rogers and formed this friendship with him, 
that writer wrote this article that was like a huge article in the early 2000s or late night or sorry late 90s about Mr. Rogers, right? Yeah. That guy. Now I don't know nothing about magazines. I don't know anything about writers, like especially magazine writers. You know, I know some authors, but that's it. This guy who wrote this article about Mr. Rogers in the 90s also wrote that article about the falling man, which is a famous photo from 9/11. And there's this beautiful article that's like 10 pages that was like I don't know, New Yorker or something. But it's like I've probably read three magazine articles of all, in all, all time, and this guy wrote two of them. Yeah. And it's crazy to me. You have to read stuff. It's cra- have articles. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd read Matt Talby or whatever in Rolling Stone was the only other person I ever knew of that wrote like long form about stuff. Yeah. But it it was just so cool that this guy had this like, you watch this movie all about this guy's life, and then after I got out and I'm Wikipedia, I'm like, oh shit, he's also the guy that put together that fucking whole 9-11 thing. It's really interesting. And uh, it uh, makes you see that guy. You mean Osama bin Laden? Yeah, it's all about Osama bin Laden. He put together Laden. that whole 9 11 thing. Osama bin Laden and Mr. Rogers were friends. Uh, but yeah, so um, I highly recommend that. As soon as that's on a streaming service, watch it. You'll love it. Nice. It's very heartfelt. Um, what's your number? So, what's your number two? Number two? Biggest movie ever. Endgame. Endgame. You're going to say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I had the feels. Yeah. You know, it was. I like it. A lot of big moments. A lot. I, I, I loved it. Don't. I mean, I can't yeah. say I didn't love it. I, they it delivered. Great. They yeah. got it done. That's right. I watched it. Um, I think it's on the theater twice. I mean, it's not flawless, yeah. but like it's a Marvel movie, and it's one of the best. And they hit the notes, and they fucking la- hit the nailed the landing. It's to the point. You know, it's to the point where it's hard for me to start to keep looking at these Marvel movies as movies. Now, it's almost like like a the, big giant TV series. It is, and so it's like. Well, okay, so Captain Marvel wasn't exactly outside what I needed, of like the ones was. that I was talking about earlier in the show. Like your well, do you know what I watched? Was it last night? I watched uh, the first Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. and that movie's like got a lot of good stuff in it. But you're like, well, this is a weird fucking movie. Yeah, and you kind of realize that before the Russo brothers got involved with the that they That's were when way everything different. picked up. Yeah. But it, it did feel weird. The it Russo felt, brothers and Gun it felt were like in the same phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt it, uh, the outro for first the the like the end after credits thing for first Avenger is literally just like a trailer for Avengers. Yeah, it's super weird. It's it's weird. Um, but but I, I liked it. I, I watched that, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like now you just look at it more of like a TV show or almost like a se- like a season, you know, like. Yeah. Like okay, well, in game that season of the Marvel shows was Mar- Marvel was cool. Uh, you know, I didn't love the Thor Dark World season, you know, and things like that. Um, yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, okay, so that's but also like oh, just yeah. the whole like there's, you're not going to really find another movie with that experience. No, not at all in your lifetime. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's crazy. Where like you're just you can't see the spoilers. Nope. And then everybody's talking about I watched, it. I went to the fucking. Whole Foods in Union Square and sat and watched in uh, Infinity War on my phone beginning to end yeah. while eating fucking soy nuggets. I haven't cried that much at a movie so I go watch. Uh, since uh, Spider-Verse. Buddy, I cried during that uh, A Which, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Spider-Verse is so good. Yeah. I was tearing up fucking 15 minutes into it. Spider-Verse, people think Spider-Verse, I've heard people reference it that it's a Netflix movie, but it's not, right? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, but it was the theater. It's a Sony movie. I saw it in the movies. That's right. Okay, I think some people mistakenly think it's just a Netflix movie that got a little bit of a theatrical run, but that's not true. No, it's a yeah, Sony that's movie. Right. I think they just got it on Netflix right away. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Okay, so my, so my number two, I'm going to say Knives Out. 
we mentioned it a little bit ago. Oh, Ryan nice. Johnson. I saw pretty it. edgy, isn't it? Yeah, I saw it this. Yeah, I saw it this weekend. So literally, if maybe in a little reflection six months from now, I might feel different about yeah, a lot putting of people this. love it. Number two, I had a great time. It was very fun to watch the whole time, and then also the experience with um. So who done it? Oh, Ryan Johnson. That's, that's right, right. That's right. Uh, the whole time I'm loving. It. Also, tell you what, Don Johnson's a star of it. Born on December fifteenth, baby. Nice. Um, you know other people born on December fifteenth? Daredevil. Uh, the actor who plays Daredevil. Uh, Helen Slater, the actress who played Supergirl. Uh oh, a lot of superheroes. Adam Brody, he's in the Shazam family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anywho, Shazamly. Uh, Shazamly. Thank you. Uh, Knives Out. Loved it. Everybody in it is very good. Um, they all play perfectly together. Uh. The whole there's a lot of great jokes and there's a part where somebody makes a joke where he's like immigrants they get the job done, and then there's this cop that's like yeah and he's like Hamilton and they're like Hamilton yeah 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 and it's so corny but it's so real that's a thing I could see happening in my office mm-hmm. you know what I mean um it's it's funny and and I never figured the story out it also does a thing that I really like where it's a whodunit but it's telling you as you're going you're seeing what's happening. There's never like a, uh-oh, what is this? You you know what's happening. You're just trying to figure out exactly why this is happening. And yeah. I love that about it. Um, so yeah, Knives Out. That's my number two. Awesome. Okay, see it as, as soon as you can. See it in the theater if you can because it's got a lot of big laughs that are fun. So we're going uh, my number one movie Your number of one year. movie Num- of 2019, baby. For Brandon Ream, number one movie of 2019 was... Yep. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Well, buddy, it looks like we are at a tie because my number one movie is. Star oh, we should have said it at the, the same time. Of Skywalker. That's hilarious. Uh, I I can f- just say like I don't remember the last. Well, the time. funniest thing is we got to say we haven't seen the movie. No, huh, <laughs> yeah, and I thought I was being all clever yeah, here. Same thing. Yeah. And now I was going to pull you, it out on you. As soon as you didn't, I knew when that you were going to have to say it because I was like, well, there's no other secret movie that you're going to throw yeah. on number one. Also. I've never not had a Star Wars Same. movie be my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm there, so excited. There's something about sitting in a theater, mm-hmm. seeing the Lucasfilm logo, yeah. it, and a long time ago in a galaxy far away yeah. with a lap full of popcorn, and then that fucking music hits. And it's Star Wars time, baby. You know I used to work at a long coming. I'm ago. getting all fucking goose pumpled uh, up right now. I'm so excited for it. I know it's it, like I said, it's gonna be, yeah, same thing. It's gonna be my favorite movie of the year, so that's why it's on the list. Yeah. Uh I can't wait to see it. I think about it. I'm kind of glad my week is so busy uh-huh. so that I can see it. Um uh so that also, I Also I know I'm invested in these characters because I uh teared up way more than I thought I should. Uh, this past weekend, watching uh, Force Awakens, doing the yeah, and uh, Last Jedi. It's very cool. I'm I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't say I have nothing else to say. I can't like be like this scene was great because obviously I don't know. It's two I mean, days away. Of course, the greatest part of the movie is when the ghost of Han Solo comes back and kills Chewbacca. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's I'm I'm uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be my favorite movie. That's of the year. hilarious that it was your number one movie of the year. Too. Yeah, see, we're, and we haven't seen either. We, of them. we have a podcast together. We do. Uh, okay. Uh, I just wish we could have done it like we did. I know. The... You want to do it? You want to re-edit around it? Okay, we'll, we'll just, go we'll right just now. do it just for the fun. Yeah. One, One two, two, three. Star Wars: The, the Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker. Okay, that's fun. Uh, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not also, gonna... our Star Wars top ten list was oh, awesome. God, so good. It was it, so fun. Our nine and ten were. Swapped. I can't believe that because you you literally tweeted, our seven and eight or twelve. You fucked me over by tweeting at me that this is wrong or whatever. That was just a joke. I know, but I didn't know that then because was... everybody's list just. I was literally expecting you to be like, Revenge of the Sith is actually better than Empire or something. No, no. Okay. It was just because 
everybody's yeah which is really weird i like to say everybody's star wars list is different but ours are like the same i think i can 100 percent say that we are going to carry on the tradition of this being the longest fun size of the year oh yeah uh okay let's you want to move on to television i don't know are we going to top the prequels yeah oh yeah. No way we top. Uh, we the... have fucking two sections left. We're already at almost 45 minutes in. What about the snack madness? Mm, that was like two I hours. I, I considered bringing Gideon over and trying to get him to get all of his information mm-hmm. on this, but I don't know. He's not a big enough nerd. He's got a fucking baby. He yeah. doesn't take in media. Yeah, he doesn't at all. Um. Okay, so um, let's do television. How's that sound? Okay. Okay, so lead us off. What do you think? Uh, Number six. No, no, no. We, we Let's talk about like uh, TV. Did you have a good year with TV or a bad year? Yeah. Uh, watched all of King of the, uh, the Hill. Oh, yeah, you did. That was good. You know, discovered a couple other, uh, you know, it's always, I like finding those shows where you can just like pound through like, oh, we're eating dinner, throw on the Goldbergs. I can tell you, you know? a, a cool thing when I was prepping for the prequels, the prequel trail, the first trailer for, for um, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace aired on there was a fox airing of it now i don't know if this is the first time it ever aired but it's on youtube and it's somebody ripped it from a vhs tape mm-hmm. and that first off that looks great whatever that movie is that's not what we got but what the movie that trailer is for it looks great but what's great is that the lead into it is a king of the hill commercial nice and it's like fox's new hit series king nice. of the hill uh sunday at eight or whatever and then it goes into that and i was like oh i love this this is so great yeah you know there's also like too many shows that i'm just far behind on and didn't get around to this year's season yeah for one reason or another like gotta finish the bow bojack yeah loved it i mean well like my number one series gotta finish big mouth my number one series last year was big mouth yeah i haven't even seen the new season same isn't that crazy but it's just sitting there it's mm-hmm. fine i yeah. don't need to yeah i have time you know um do you got honorable mention shows i know you just kind of mentioned some stuff but uh just those uh i enjoyed south park for the first time in a while yeah uh and on the animated kick rick and morty is great yeah. as always I'm, I'm so far behind um i i for the show uh yeah uh, the good thing about rick and morty is they put out like 10 episodes every year five and a half. fucking years yeah, so whenever yeah, you yeah. get around to it you can burn through it and like they they're they just have uh i love sci-fi animated cartoons yeah. that are high concept i want to see that new and they one can pretty much do whatever the hell they want with a storyline i want to see future space which is uh mary Mac oh yeah the there's voice. a good uh honorable man uh, you see that i really enjoyed future man oh future man is great i think we talked about they that. got a new season oh there, wait there's a new season uh-huh wait what final season a coming. third season yeah. oh coming and it's not out yet no okay god damn i thought i was missing a whole season you fucking yeah. all right uh we talked about that last year on the show um okay so that's funny if you don't have any more but honorable like mentions. uh it's like we were talking on the joe episode yeah. joe gorman yeah uh that's next week nobody's yeah, yeah. heard that like yet. i've been trying to rack Listeners my brain haven't heard that yet oh, okay yeah uh, i've been trying to rack my brain it's just like you get these random tv shows that you watch and you enjoy and then they just disappear into well, the yeah, ether. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, yeah, boy, the high points of Rebels. So good. Mm, yeah, uh, I talked about Rebels in last year's episode because I—that's when I was watching the first couple seasons on Disney XD or uh-huh. whatever that old app was. Um, and I liked the show then, but it was so stressful to watch because they didn't have all the episodes. Um, yeah, but Rebels is fantastic. Uh, okay, so I'll tell you my honorable mentions: uh, The Crown, which I've only seen season three. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. 
Um, I, I've also, I think the crown is great. I think the last episode, not very good, which is weird. I think they did weird things with it. The whole series is about the queen of England and all these things that are happening. And then the last episode only focuses on her sister, which is fine. She's a major part of the show too, but it just felt very weird to be like, that's your season finale. Okay. Um, I like this. I liked secession a lot. Um, I didn't like it enough to put it on my top six, but if I was to make a top 10 for TV, which I'm not going to do, it would be on it. Um, Succession was fun to watch and it was a That's good... That's where Barry's for me too. Yes, yes, I didn't yes. get Barry in there, I haven't, I still Barry haven't seen, fucking great. I think Barry was number two on my list last year. Still haven't seen the next season. Yeah. That's just how TV goes now. I still haven't seen The Good Place. Oh, the, I mean, there, there we it. go. Yeah. Isn't the, that nuts? Uh-huh. Um, I didn't see Tuca and Birdie. You know, like all these shows that I wanted to watch and I never saw. Um, okay, so other honorable mention stuff. I watched every episode of Veronica Mars this year. I like it. I don't want to like it enough to put it in my top six, but it's also great. And I really love Superstore. We're waiting for the season to end. Uh, it's one of those shows that like uh, my girlfriend watches mm-hmm. where like we just have to throw something on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, throw on, throw on Superstore. That is, I've seen Gilmore Girls because uh, Stacy watches Gil- Gilmore Girls constantly. Not constantly, but like every year she probably goes through it once. Yeah. And so Gilmore Girls is on a lot. Um, but yeah, also, I've only seen a handful of episodes, but Shrill is very good on Hulu. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So, but then, so what's your number six? Can you tell me your number, number six? six? Television We're going? series. Yeah. We're getting ready. We'll jump in. Okay. Uh, probably the television event of the year. Dun, dun, Wait, dun, are you dun, talking dun, about dun, the Infinity dun. Crisis? No. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. even forgot about Game of Thrones. That's how funny it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I really hated the end of it, so I kind of just washed it out of my head. I mean, it was fine. That's cool. It's, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's hard to wrap up a show yeah. like that, and they ran out of the source material. But, you know, the... You know, they didn't run out of swords material. That fucker's full of them. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> Starbucks cups. Oh, boom. Got, got them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It. But, you know, just the communal side of it. Yeah. You know? And just, like, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, the for all the crap it got, the and it moved pretty fast through some... Like, it could have lingered on some mm, stuff. Yeah. But, like, the uh, battle at uh, Winterfell. The black, when it was all dark. Yeah, that yeah. was great. I mean, there's I, a lot of great moments, and it looked good, and, oh boy, the score was was great, yeah. I mean, and it was still pretty intense. It's not It's not terrible, I just don't, it, it didn't, it made me not it's, want to, I don't but, I don't look back on it fondly. Yeah. I don't, personally. Well, it kind of derailed, like, a perfect TV show, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's um, like they had, like, the end, but they didn't know how to get there. Yeah. But it's still, like... You know, the whole event behind it. Yeah. Just like. It was. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It was fun to go. We went over to our friends. Yeah. We'd watch it exactly. every week. Exactly. You're not. Yeah. You're not going to go hang out with people and watch Barry. Exactly. Exactly. I wish I could do that. I kind of do that with The Mandalorian because I watch it every morning on the fucking subway train. Right. And, you know, I don't use earbuds. Mm-hmm. I'm just blasting it off yeah. my phone. No. Uh, okay. So my number six. I'm kind of doing the same thing I did with my movies. My number six is a big catch all. My number six is superhero television series. I really got into them this year. And now I'm talking the Arrowverse movies or the Arrowverse shows like Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. I yeah. don't watch Arrow. I've only seen like a couple seasons, and that was years ago. You did a lot of the animated stuff too, right? Batman and Begins. Batman Begins. Uh, also, X- X-Men, uh, uh, the animated series. Also, other The Boys on Amazon. Do you see that? And Watchmen. I just finished Watchmen last night. Very great. All these shows, I like them. And it's funny because, like, I'm not a huge superhero. Even the things I love, I'm not all that big. Oh, on Titans is on there. Doom Patrol is on this list. Uh, there's just a big swath of, of 
very good superhero television shows there right are. now. There's a bunch I haven't even seen. Mar- Runaways I haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Cloak and Dagger I haven't seen. Um, I'm still super behind on S.H.I.E.L.D., but I like all of them for the same reasons. There's a lot of stuff. And I think there's things like The Boys is not... The Boys and Legends of Tomorrow are two different things. You yeah. can call them superhero shows if you want, but they're two completely different things, you know? Um, Supergirl and fucking uh, Titans are two completely different tick things. Tick was fun. Did you watch all the Tick? I never saw any of the Tick. It got canceled around the time that I was like going to start watching it, and so I'm really behind. But fella, Griffin Newman, friend of the show, he uh, it was in the Crisis mm-hmm. for The Flash. Oh, cool. He, he plays a... Um, a uh, a uh, uh, trivia. Well, it's host. funny you uh, bring up all those superhero movies because or TV shows. shows because my number five, yeah, you mentioned there was the boys. Boys, yeah, it took me forever to get around to it. Yeah, and uh, I really like it's completely different than like what you would expect. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it for that fact. The boys, I love the boys. Now, I this is probably just because uh, what have you done for me lately? I liked the boys. I think that night, uh, the watch, or I think Watchmen is similar in a lot of tone, but I think Watchmen is more interesting. Watchmen gives us more world building and interesting deep stuff. Um, and so I feel like if you liked The Boys, I bet you'll really like Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, Um will. Yeah, so that's But cool. only one has Carl Urban, so... You're right. And fucking, what's her name? Elizabeth Shue? God. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. I love her. I'd marry her. I'd mm-hmm. Stacey, she's moving in. She's living on the couch. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I loved... I, I absolutely loved it. Um, my number five... But I just like the whole, oh, like... Yeah. You know, people just taking the piss out of superheroes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Deconstructing it and, and yeah. seeing it in a different way is really good. Um, also, I'll say the X-Men animated series for when I'm going back to what I was saying. Also very different. Also so good and stuff like that. So I really took a turn with superhero shows right. this year. Um, my number five, we're also doing a catch-all in a smaller scale. I'm going to do, um, what did I call it? I think I called it uh, Space uh, space Epics. And this is, uh, my number five is a tie between Star Trek Discovery, The Mandalorian, and Rebels. Oh. Fucking good. Discovery is amazing. And there's a third season coming out soon. Yeah. And I do not know how I'm going to trick Stacy into letting us get CBS app again. You 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 ever think about fucking with the Orville? I haven't yet, but I've heard so many good things about it. It's got a fan base. Yeah. I've heard really good stuff. I I should watch that. There's so much TV out there now. Yeah. It's great. That's the thing. That's why I got... Uh, which is why why I want to have a show. Why can't I have a show? Yeah. Who can can I sell a show? Who makes our fucking microphones? Can I sell a show to Enix or whatever the fuck this company is? Okay, my uh. number four is a category too. Uh, it's a category of uh, vampire TV shows. It's just one. What we do in the shadows. Oh fuck! I didn't even put it on my list, but yeah, that's in my top six. It's uh, probably mm. more rewatchable than uh, most comedies. Uh, I've, re- I've seen the season twice. What a fucking least. idiot I am. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I really tried really hard this year to not let one of these things happen. Yeah. What we do in the shadows. Um, I guess I'll put it in with my uh, superhero movies. What's your Netflix sketch comedy show? Don't fucking burn stuff. I got shit coming up on this oh, list. It's God on there? It. You're always uh, telling me to watch. Okay. So yeah. What we do in the shadows is great. It's so fucking it's good. It's so good. Everything about it is and great. I, uh, I know it. I figured it out. That's Okay. That's gonna. That's tied later. Okay, okay I got. I found right. the thread. But it was a. Uh, it was kind of a slow burn too. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching the first episode and be like, "Well, it's yeah, that, it was all right." That's exactly how the humor is. And then, it just, yeah, but the first time yeah. I saw the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy shit! This is one of the funniest movies I've seen in like fifteen yeah, years." Yeah, yeah. Like it immediately it was my movie went into like uh, God tier. I can't. 
pull her name and I don't want to lose my phone, but the actress in that's in it that plays the 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 vampire woman. Teenage? No. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, she I follow her on Instagram. She looks exactly like in real life Abby Rosenquist. Yeah. They have very similar features. And so a lot of times I'll see a photo on Instagram and I'll be like, wait, is Abby in London? And then I'll be like, oh no, that's that other woman, you know? And in the show you don't really see it, but they just like when they're normal being normal people in the world. They look very similar, or at least to my dumb brain. Yeah. Uh, and so, so many times I've been like, oh, shit, Abby Rosenquist is hanging out with Jermaine Clement. Oh, no, no, that's the other one. Okay. Uh, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Didn't expect it to be that good. Yeah. Uh, like, especially, like, you just didn't know the characters well enough the first couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. But then it's it's really great. Sure. I, yeah, it's very good. I'm so stoked. I loved it. It's so good. I can't wait for more of it. Yeah. Um. Okay, my number, where are we at? Number four? Uh, my number four is a little Amazon television program. Uh, there's only two seasons. Dora the Explorer? Nope. Series is because it's from Britain. Uh, Fleabag. Fucking wonderful. It's so good. Um, Phoebe Bridgers Waller, uh, wrote it. She's the, you might know her as the voice of the droid in Solo. Oh yeah. Uh, she's, I just Googled her yesterday. That's right. She's fantastic. Uh, uh, not to be confused with Phoebe Bridgers from the the singer, you know, even though they have very similar names. Or Phoebe Cates. Or Phoebe Cates from, from Gremlins, the swimming pool. Uh, she's it, it's very good. It's a it's based on a play, a one woman show type thing she did. So Critters wasn't on your space epics. Mm-mm, I never seen it still, you know. Uh, although that when I shared that one po- picture that one time, that's one of my social media highlights of the year, of course. Um. Uh, Fleabag's very good. It's it's dark a lot of times, but it's a, it's just a great little British show. It's got like fifteen episodes all together, maybe. Um, and it's based off a play that she'll actually a one woman show that she's been doing. And I I tried to go see it here in New York with Stacey and I couldn't get tickets. Um, but she's great, and she's also writing the ne- she's writing on the new um James Bond movie that's coming out. So cool. it's cool to have a female writer on the show. You know, Absolutely. Um. So yeah, Fleabag. That's my number four. What's your what do you got for number three there? Dog? Number three. Uh. I got I love my Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, you talked about it. I love uh Yeah. I love it. It's, it's great. great. It's, it's what I want. I mean, it's what I want from Star Wars. Uh I've always been a fan of scoundrels yeah. and bounty hunters and stuff like that and also just the whole uh anthology angle yeah. of it. Or I mean uh it's people have said it, but it's like a Hercules. It is. It's like Hercules, it's like Xena. In space. It's like uh Which is way better. Kung Fu, the just, legend continues. Like, uh, you just get these one little one-off episodes. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure they'll get to the arc, but it's also yeah, the, like another thing that happens. I ain't no hurry. With the fact that there's a lo- there's so much stuff now, um, you don't have to watch this stuff. That's the thing that I think I really like about all the TV now. Like in even in like 2002, you had to watch The Sopranos. Yeah, like you wouldn't have been able to travel through the day. If you didn't watch this random. Oh, yeah. My dad and mom watched it's, this random. I'm glad that uh, Game of Thrones is yeah, over. Yeah. And Walking Dead is dying. Basically over. Because those were the two shows where you're like, I have oh, to watch these God, shows. To... Don't want to uh, go to work tomorrow. And and not then, have an opinion. And then uh, get on the internet real quick and find out so and so died. Yeah. Um, but that's what I love about Mandalorian is because if people don't like it, then fucking there's a million other things you can watch yeah. right now, you know? Go watch iZombie. Maybe it's your thing. Maybe it's great for you. Go watch, uh, fucking, uh, extras or whatever the fuck, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, Mandalorian's so good. I think all the acting in it's really cool. Um, and it's totally rewatchable. Oh, yeah. Because it's just good little short 
Star Wars stories. Yeah, it's re- and it's built. It's inherently rewatchable to the people like us with our weird dumbass nostalgia also, brain. Because anytime, if I rewatch it, yeah. it's just like I'm watching a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and anytime he goes full blown Batman, yeah, it's my favorite. Do you know Ryland Duncan? He's a really great. He's on Twitter. He's a great comic. He's based out of uh, no. Portland, but he lives here now. Or he's from Oregon or Washington State, maybe. But uh, he had a great tweet that's like more, uh, uh, more serial, more killers should have baby friends. Yeah. Right. And they're like, uh, it's kind, of, it's un. A lot of people don't think about how the baby, his friend, has a weapon that can uh, materialize people. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Finally, getting people. Getting to see people get disintegrated. Oh, yeah. I don't think I talked about this on our Star Wars episode. Yeah, when he says like, that. Yeah, when, but as a kid, Vader... my little brain would just run around when Vader would be like, no disintegration. Mm-hmm. Be like, I want to see people no, get disintegrated. And I have, and it's wonderful. It's crazy. It's cathartically blessed. You should also watch Watchmen if you like seeing people get disintegrated, because uh, that'll pop up once or twice. By the blue dick? Um... I mean, he's not a he's not an asshole. I'll get around to it, but yeah, I'm not saying you watch it with your own speed. Um, my number three is a sitcom, uh, or whatever you want to call it. It's not a sitcom, but it's a half hour program, uh, on Hulu, titled Pin Fifteen. Did you see that? Watching yeah. it, so good. I, it's two girls in middle school at the same time I was in middle school. All the references are there. AOL is there. It's like, it's not just scratching everything correctly, the right, whatever nostalgia things I need. It's 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 down to the wire. Everything is perfect in it. Um, and I absolutely love it. I've rewatched it. I got panicked when I was making my list that it actually came out further, longer ago. Um, but no, it, it came out 2019, February. It's so good. I can't wait for the next season. Awesome. Um, also, it's, it's just two girls... Uh, the way they write together is really fun. Seeing their, them grow, they've both done other movies since then. It's really good, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Pin fifteen, everybody. Uh, my number two. Number two. Number two. Uh, it's one of the biggest shows out there, and I thought this was the just the season was a freaking blast. Can we say it at the same time? Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Stranger Leap. Things. Oh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> Stranger Things, man. Yeah, you still love it. Still, yeah. again, just like uh, much like uh, the Good Place, still it made haven't me, jumped in. Made me way too much of a David Harbor fan oh, this yeah. past season. And then and, you watch Hellboy, and you're like, oh. And it is all right, whatever. I don't and, think it's his fault. It's bad. Yeah, and then uh, man, I just this is a lot of fun again, and I love just the whole show. Yeah, like how they like. They incorporate do, new characters. Th- that and, and the homages are always great. Mm-hmm. Like the subtle. There's so many just like subtle homages yeah. too. Like, uh, you, you know, where they just show a shot and it's like, oh, that's totally this. Yeah. And just, yeah. I love it. That, I like the idea of it. Just still haven't jumped in. I should. Maybe you know, I will now. Whenever you do, you will enjoy I it. I finished Watchmen. I don't have anything that I'm watching other than Mandalorian, which is popping out week by week. And. The Flash think, is on break until January. I think January. the newest season, they yeah. figured out how to lean into their show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not like cheap, like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it is, but yeah, it's but, more fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Um, My number two is a another half hour program. Uh, Canadian and American broadcast, but Canadian shot. Uh, also, I feel like I should say Letterkenny is on my honorable mentions now that I think about it. Letterkenny. Oh, great. yeah. Uh, f- we both forgot that was the thing that existed. Totally. Um, but my number two is Schitt's Creek, which I think is possibly my favorite half hour program uh, of the last 20 years. 
Uh, I like it better than uh, in terms of sitcom, even though it's not, you know, what I'm t- trying to say it's a sitcom, but it's not like Cheers. Um, but as a half hour comedy, I like it better than I think it's funnier than The Office. I think it's funnier than 30 Rock. I think it's funnier than uh, whatever you can put in that uh, Seinfeld. Um, I think the characters are great. I like their choices every episode. Um, gut laughs that I rewatched. We will back it up and over. Also, uh, Stacy and I cannot stop talking like the characters all the time. Yeah. Um, she's Stacy's constantly doing the Catherine, Catherine O'Hare, uh, bleh, bleh, like the the her like inflection. Alexa, it's so good. Um, cannot recommend it enough. If you haven't seen Shit's Creek, go watch it now. Watch every episode. You'll love it. All right. And it's all everything that is out up until now is out there and easy to find. So you can watch the whole series, and then a new the final season starts this year in 2020 yeah nice so shit's creek that's my number two now can you ready for your number one number one show of the year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah totally all right Uh, you want to say it at the same time okay one no because they're not gonna be the same leap okay (laughs) yeah they're not gonna be the same but uh number one uh this is another show this is a show i wasn't expecting to enjoy uh and then i burnt Say the mask singer i am going to kick your ass out of this podcast yeah the ratings are dipping on that Mm. But uh, no, is that a joke? Time out. Is that a pun that I missed? Okay, no. okay, no, no, they're just dipping. I'm just asking. Yeah, I like the concept though. It was uh, hard knocks with the Oakland Raiders. Oh yeah, no, right? No, oh, that's uh, so funny. <laughs> uh, no, number one was isn't uh, it? Time out. You brought it up. It's crazy that Antonio Brown was on their team at that point, and he's never really a factor. And yeah. then the most interesting football player story of that era of this of this year. And nobody, it was not on this program that was following him. Yeah. Anyways. They okay. covered his feet for a little bit. Yeah, and that's it. Had him get a massage. I, it made me really like, I, what that show did do is, I hate the Raiders, but I watched him play a lot this year and I liked him. Who's that rookie, uh, Harris or Hunter? Hunter Renfro? Yeah. Is that his name? It made me like him a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like an uncle. I shouldn't like he's him. He's like a 22-year-old uncle. Yeah. Okay. But uh, my number one show this year, mm-hmm. uh, You're the Worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's great. Like it. you were just talking about great half hour shows yeah and this is uh the show with like uh characters you hate mm-hmm. and si- or horrible people that you simultaneously really care about yeah and uh the way they handle like uh uh mental illness mm-hmm. in it is like ben lauded yeah uh, ben laden uh-huh like, like 9-11 no, no like it's very uh relatable and cathartic mm-hmm. and stuff and all, all the cast is really good and it's yeah and uh I, one of the best uh, finales I've seen in any show. I do want to watch it, and you've been talking about it for years now. I think you've mentioned it the last couple of years. It's great. Or just the last um, year. Cause I, no, no, no. But Oh, yeah. But since you found out about it, we've, it's come up on the show. Yeah, yeah. And I, I still haven't listened to it. Also, I still haven't watched uh, it. Also, a banger of a soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I the, know that the Ben Spotify Folds. Spotify playlist is... Ben Folds is in it, and he is so I've good. seen his clips. Yeah, yeah he yeah, is yeah, hilarious. Yeah. There's this other guy in it who is a... Uh, doctor mm-hmm. he's like the uh he's like a brother-in-law it just like the secondary tier of characters yeah are hilarious it's just really fucking funny and well written and great uh can i tell you one thing that this goes back to when we were talking about films uh-huh. you know something that's great about knives out uh frank oz is in it nice and play as an actor playing a lawyer and it's so great because you right away he's not he's yeah. not talking but right away you're like who's this guy I kind of recognize him and I know that voice 
And then at the end, when the credits came up, apparently it's his first on-screen role as himself in like 20 years. And another great thing about uh, You're the Worst. Back to You're the Worst, of course. Uh, it's 10 or 11 episodes a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, good main arcs in every season. Yeah. A half-hour show. And then you bust right through it. And you bust right through it. Yeah. And it's just, it's really great. Cool. That's what I thought about Pin 15, too. Like, the first season's like six episodes, 25 minutes long, boom, you're done. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Um, Okay. My number one show of the year is a sketch program on Netflix uh, created by a, a writer, former writer for SNL. He was on SNL. His name's Tim Robinson. And the show is called I Think You Should Leave. And it is so good. Yeah. I've been banging its drum all year. At first, since the first episode came out, I, I know I've said this, but I've never enjoyed a co- piece of comedy. I haven't, I haven't enjoyed a piece of comedy like this since... I found kids in the hall when I was in sixth grade flipping through comedy. Well, you Central. find a lot of kids in the hall in sixth grade. That's right. But like, it's, it's so good. Every sketch is brilliant. I've watched every sketch a thousand times. I, my dream would be to just be able to submit packets to him. Even if he doesn't, like I heard Judd Apatow say once that like when he was at his lowest, like before Anchorman and all that stuff, what he would do is he would just sit around and write spec scripts for everybody loves Raymond and then mail them to them. Um, and I want to do that. I just want to write sketches and then send them to Tim Robinson and be like, Hey, what do you think? Um, I've never seen Detroiters cause I can't find it anywhere, but that was a series he did with his best friend, Sam Richardson. All right. And it's a similar humor. And they had two or three seasons on comedy central until it got canceled. But it's everything I want from a sketch comedy show. It's brilliant. It's great. It's so good. Um, I am assuming most people that have, wanted to watch it have watched it but if you're on the fence it's quick it's easy it's six episodes each episode's i think like 20 minutes it's great so go watch that on netflix cool uh, i think you should leave on netflix um goddamn so that's television we did it we did television uh we are at uh, currently at an hour so all we got is the longest section of the show um the music the music yeah because we do clips and whatnot the music um, music big year for music was it i think so i mentioned it at the top i saw a lot of concerts this year yeah. Yeah. Um, who'd you see this year? Do you know off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. Who'd you see? Uh, just a bunch of random metal shows. Yeah, tell me. That's what I'm asking you. What bands? Uh, Tacker. Okay. I get, I was like on, on a run where I just wanted to find just like kept going to... New York shows of just like random, you oh, know. yeah. You never talk about that on the show. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know that history of you. Well, just a couple of them. Sure. You know. Um, I saw Titus Andronicus. I saw Pup. I saw AJJ, saw Slaughter Beach Dog, saw Menzingers, uh, Homeless Gospel Choir, and the Hold Steady. Saw Modern Life is War a couple times. That's yep. always fun. Yeah. Pretty cool going to a show and being like, I'm on the list. Yeah, that's you know, that's cool. Um, but yeah, a lot of good. I think a lot of great music came out this year. Um, the way I feel, I'm connect. The way I feel with te- movies, where I'm just getting further and further away from having my pulse on what's cool. I feel like with music, I'm getting closer and closer because of things like Spotify and Pandora. And not me. I just keep things. going down rabbit. Like, What's cool with what I'm I not, think is cool, oh, I guess. Yeah. What you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah things yeah, yeah. you're into. Because yeah, yeah. like, I am off on my own little fucking island yeah. in the land of Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you got any honorable mentions, bud? Yeah, man. Let me hear them. Uh, there are a lot of, lot, of, lot of solids out there, man. Uh, I like the new Heels album. Oh, uh, of off, course. Off the yes. top of my head. That's one of my that's also one of my honorable mentions. Uh King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard oh, yeah. had a few fun ones. They had 
Uh, well, I liked Infest the Rat's Nest. That's one a little bit more metal. But then they had a really cool chill album. Mm-hmm. And also speaking of really cool chill albums, uh, the Claypool Lennon uh, Delirium. Wait, is that Clay? Is that Les Claypool? Les Claypool and Sean Lennon. Yeah. And it's really cool. Cool. I, it's like trippy and like. When I listened to Sean Lennon on Marin, that was what he was plugging. Yeah. And it was really cool. Yeah. 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 Cool. And I've, I've liked a lot of Sean Lennon. Yeah. He's got that uh psychedelic sound and he can shred too what's that, what's that uh the ghost of a saber tooth tiger yeah that's fun too also one so, of the best names i think for a thing i mean of course like hold steady yeah. was good off with their head new album was yeah. fucking fantastic uh, that's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. nearly on there uh sturgill simpson everybody likes that yeah yeah that was i good. liked it it's mm-hmm. a good album did you watch the netflix thing of it uh-uh. that's great there's an anime there's like a full-length anime that oh, plays i heard the album. that yeah it's cool uh, and that i mean I got a lot of metal yeah. this year, man. Um, and like, uh, not just because, uh, well, the new Tool album. Yeah. And uh, I mean, on top of that, just like, there was a lot of metal that came out. Yeah. Um, let me tell you my honorable mentions. I got, uh, uh, I don't know if you heard, my album of the year last year was Jeff Rosenstock. Uh, him and Laura Stevenson put out an album called Still Young. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. It's an album of Neil Young covers. So good. It's called Still Young. Um, other, my other honorable mentions. Now I got a lot of these here, buddy. Um, well, also, uh, oh, go ahead. uh, Frank Turner just had a yeah, new live yeah. album come out. Wait. Oh, really? Uh, show 2000, which, oh, uh, cool. from a couple years ago, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. it uh, would have been like this year. I think. Okay. Cause I saw show 19 something, but cool. you know, he puts stuff out all the time. This is yeah. just a good he had newer, an al- newer yeah, live yeah, yeah. album. And, uh, the audience is more mic'd up than his other cool. one. So there's just a shitload of sing-alongs. That's awesome. And it's just a good atmosphere one right there. Uh, my honorable mentions are uh, Julia Jacqueline, uh, Crushing. That album is great. Uh, Jenny Lewis is on the line. Titus Andronicus is Anna Bleesk. Uh Same as you mentioned, the Hold Steady's Thrashing Through the Passion. Uh, Lizzo, Because I Love You. The deluxe version is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Dave House has a new album called Kick that's really good. Um, Beans on Toast just put out theirs last week, the, yeah. the Inevitable Trainwreck. Uh, Lomelda have an album called M is for Empathy. Now, Lomelda played at Waking Windows with us, the same music oh, festival wow. we did in Vermont. Um, that's great. And then Mike Kroll's Power Chords is a very, very good album that came out this year. Oh, yeah. So that's my honorable mentions. Uh, now, we're going to do clips just like we did before. Are you ready and you got your music up? Yeah, man. You want to start us on your what your number six is? Yeah, let me get my little playlist here. Yeah, you feel free. Go ahead, bud. <laughs> I mean, just take your time, you fucking lazy shit. I thought I had shit. it, but I was on a different I'll thing. go first. My number six is uh, an album uh, by a band that I discovered last year because a friend of the show, Casey McGowan, told me. Uh, the album is uh, a new one from... Uh, I saw him in concert with Casey earlier this year. Um, the band is Slaughter Beach Dog, and the album is Safe, Also No Fear. And this is the song Good Ones off that album. This okay. is my number six. Sometimes the good ones leave before you've even seen them there at all. Sometimes the good ones stay home waiting on government calls. Sometimes the good ones like you best before you hooked on aerosols. Sometimes the good ones aren't quite good as you had This is a very 
very fun, very good. It's mo- moodier. I love this band. This album is moodier than their other stuff. A little more kind of sombery, but very good. Lyrics are still perfect. This mm-hmm. is that band that had that its roots in modern baseball. Yeah. Um. Very good. Love it. Great album. Number that's my number six. What's your right. number six, bud? Uh, number six. Uh, a good old uh Iowa band. Uh, oh, good I'm friend of mine, uh, Luke Roche. Uh, I swear to God, I thought you were gonna say Luke Ritter, and I thought Luke put out an album this year, and I didn't know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, he's always been a great musician. A that's lot cool. of different stuff, and uh, <gasps> go ahead. They're they've been slowly picking up the steam as far as like other. Uh, I know they did eighty thirty five. Yeah. Last year and. Uh, I mean, they're always good, and uh, I think they're kind of getting their sound down. Like, uh, is it called Luke Rush? No. Oh, what's it called? No, it's called Druids. Okay. As uh, Druids Monument, it's uh, kind of like uh, your like Baroness High and Fire okay. type stuff. Let me hear this. Yeah, you know, just big riffs. Sounds and, like something you like. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, uh, you know, I was good and high the first time oh, I yeah. heard them playing that at uh, uh, Brooklyn Bazaar when yeah, they were yeah. opening for Modern Life. And Luke was pulling double duty with his band and playing drums for Modern Life. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah. Sounds great. It's also cool that you get to see them and then they bring other Iowa bands to open for. You yeah. know, that Modern Life does it. That's cool. Um, okay, so my, uh, let's see, my number four is going to be uh, also, well, this is, fun there's a nice theme happening also dog related um my number four is going to be that dog which um was the band i discovered one of the bands i discovered last year it's the band that uh uh carolyn and i talked a lot about earlier this year and this is off their new album called old lp and this is the titular song old lp so here we go spanish for old the p First album they they hadn't put out an album in twenty years. Their last album was way more rocky. This one's mm-hmm. just a nice step up. And that song is beautiful. It's about one of the lead one of the singers. Her dad died, and her dad was a jazz musician. And how now she can play her dad's music, and it makes her feel connected to him. Oh, that's cool. And the whole song is like, I I can't see your face unless I put on an old LP. Oh. And it's it's a very emotional, very great song. So that that album is fantastic. I love emotional great songs. Yeah. 
That's why uh, my number five album of the year is uh, a nice uh, satanic speed metal band. <laughs> Shit, yeah, baby. Called uh, Bewitcher. Okay. Uh, album called Under the Witching Cross. Okay. And uh, like I said, uh, I, I kind of got out of finding newer metal bands that I like Yeah. in the last couple of years. Yeah. And that's kind of changed this year because uh, Spotify allowed me to find all of these like there's a lot of bands out there playing just like old school, straightforward, just like riffed up yeah. metal. And, uh, you know, it, it, as opposed to like, uh, I don't know, all the D-Gen stuff that's going on. Yeah. And, or like Still death a lot core. Of, a lot of triple bass going on, right? Though. Yeah, yeah. But these guys, uh, I saw them uh, open for, uh, uh, I went to a kick-ass show at St. Vitus. It was oh, them yeah. and Attacker and uh, Holy Grail, just cool. like a bunch of these old school sounding... Yeah. And these guys just like... I'll tell you this, now at St. Vitus, a lot of good Nostalgic Front stickers up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just came out and ripped it up. And the album is short and sweet and it rips. Cool. And this is uh, Bewitcher. Let's hear it. Under the Witching Cross. Got like a badass like Motorhead meets Venom, yeah. fucking feel to it. It and feels it just, very uh, that uh, Motorhead, I guess, is the, that that kind of fun '80s metal that I like that yeah, I don't hate, and just like fast and ripped yeah. up and just like no bullshit. Yeah, that's sick. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my number. Uh, where were we at? Number four is that? No, number three. Yeah, number four. My number four is uh, now. I teased this last year on the 2017 or the 2018 episode. Um, Lead singer Frontier Rock is Matthew Miller. He put out an album this year, a solo album. Uh, it's called Alone at St. Hugo. I think it's great. I really love it. Um, it's just, it's similar to Frontier Ruckus. It's just more stripped down, poppy, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and this is a track off there. This is called Puncture. So I'm going to play the Puncture, okay? The night that the winds rose abruptly and broke the fence The unctuous world acquired a puncturing consequence Slammed the storm windows from Inside the bed, and I got so frightened when you slammed into me. On the school tar behind our unused local laundromat, one gallon plastic jug of 2% milk that slipped out of somebody's hand on a shortcut. Maybe they threw it just to possibly see what. White cream expiring on a black backdrop can be Sticky and violent or suggestively sexy Blessed and infested with the creatures of the heat wave Stuck in the muck where heaven had its streets Fun, yeah. fun poetry song. Who's the lead singer? Matthew Miller. Uh, is he from another band? He's from Ruckus. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, it has such a there's a great through there's a great through line there, right? But uh, also you wouldn't I feel like you could be like, well, this is isn't Frontier Ruckus, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's different enough, you know. Right. Um, but it's great. That whole album is fantastic. Very good. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, my number four. Number four. There we go. My number four here. Uh, a band I'm uh I I've dug at different times, and uh, I think I listen to this album more than any of their other albums. A lot of a lot of good feel mm-hmm. tunes on there and stuff. And like uh, I'm uh, I'm a real sucker, anyways, for uh, Susan Tedeschi. Okay. So and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Tedeschi Trucks Band is always good and uh their new album is as well uh signs and this is just uh signs high times by tedeschi trucks man nice You know, just uh, good Sunday morning drinking coffee, playing yeah. video game music. I don't know. Or, I have uh, no experience with that, but I like that a lot. Oh, the Tedeschi Trucks, man? Don't know shit about uh, it. Derek Trucks is arguably like the best slide guitarist yeah. on the planet. And uh, just good, like, uh, you know, they're not reinventing the wheel, but yeah. it's just really good contemporary, like, uh, blues rock. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, uh, okay, my... And Susan Tedeschi can shred and has a big old voice yeah that's great i really like i thought it was a cover at first it's not the the lyrics to that like sound very like i've heard them before but then as i'm listening i'm like well i don't know this song actually but it just has that vibe i Mm -hmm. feel like i feel like i could live in this song Mm -hmm. um uh okay my number three is one of my favorite bands saw them earlier this year uh i saw them at the album release party for this album this album actually it's called uh an album called Hello Exile by the Menzingers. Um, and this is my, according to Spotify, this is my most listened to um, song of 2019. called Anna by the Menzingers. Nice. Literally, I, I apparently that's the song I listen to more than any other song this year. It's gorgeous. It's 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 a song about. It, it has I a, need to stop fucking around because uh, that Menzingers is like my uh, uh, big head. Yeah. This year, big head Todd the monsters. No, I just uh, <laughs> haven't gotten around to yeah, it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everything uh, stacks up, and I've really loved the last two, <sighs> Rented World and. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna after be, the party was like one of my favorite albums that year. After the party is my favorite album of that year. It's a great album, but this album is great. It's not my favorite album of this year, but I think this album is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that song, especially, um, it's about being in a relationship where the other, her, the partner Anna in the relationship 
has a job where she has to leave a lot. And the whole song is about like, come back to Philly. You know, like I miss you. You're always on the road so goddamn much. Uh, but it, like in a way that like as a person who goes on the road a lot with my wife back at home, I totally resonate with it. Yeah. Um, and it, but also very in a supportive way, not in a you dumb asshole. You're drawing your life away. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. It's very good, very good. The whole album is fantastic. Nice. Um, so yeah, the Menzingers, uh, Hello Exile. I also got a signed copy of it. That's very cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, what do you got for your number? Is your number two uh, or number three? three. Number three. Like I said I'm a I'm a big old metal boy this that's year. That's right. That's uh, right. A lot more uh, metal on here. Also, the Iron Man look at, soundtrack. Look at this awesome uh, oh, shit. album cover yeah. right there. This is a sweet band I found called Smolder. Smolder. And, and they're epic doom metal. Okay. And uh, so I skipped like the first two when minutes. When somebody told you, they're like, oh, this band's epic doom metal. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's great. Just, just big riffs. Yeah. Uh, and like, man, you get me a metal band mm-hmm. that sings about fucking uh, axes. Yeah. And warriors and steeds. And Valkyries yeah. and stuff like that, man. I like it. You love it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just uh, my old my old Dio uh, hooks yeah. are going in right there. You know, yeah, I love maybe. I love metal that's about like Frank Frazetta esque, like uh, Conan like type stuff. That's I. It's funny because that's exa- I feel I don't know all these terms, you know, but I feel the same way about like a lot of emo pop punk stuff. Yeah, I'm like, give me a voice that's kind of whiny. Uh, give me some lyrics that reference a town that I maybe I will never go to, yeah. you know, uh, and I will love it. Yeah. So let anyway, hear, let me hear, let me hear uh, a little bit. This of, is uh, Smolder. Smolder. And, yeah. Their their uh, album "Times of Obscene Evil" and uh, uh, hold on, it's a really long one. The title's really long. Yeah. yeah. Times of Obscene Evil and Wild Daring by <laughs> Smolder. Okay. And I skipped like the first two minutes. That's fine. Yeah, believe I follow your heart. fun that's one of those things that i don't want to listen to that but i like i don't mind you playing it yeah it's fun is that a, vo- a male voice or a female voice? female it's great what is the story how old is this band uh, a couple years their ages you think oh probably like 20s 20s i'm so curious about that when a band that like sounds like that and they're like 24 it's like what how are you what is your story you know it's like uh i think about that a lot yeah i think about it anytime a band puts out a song that seems out of time it seems out of the time we're currently in, but also I guess maybe metal not. Is, that has always yeah, been metal is timeless. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, out of time to me, it feels like. Right. Um, God dang, yeah. That's not like I said. I wouldn't put that on, but I don't hate listening to it. Yeah. Um, and just the imagery. I mean, like I said, look at that album cover. Yeah, that's sick as shit. Like, describe it. It's okay. So the album cover for uh, Smolder looks like the album's called Times of Obscene, Obscene Evil, Evil and Wild and Daring. Wild Daring. 
and it is a uh, a, fe- a woman on a horse with a sword made of some sort of a lightning smoke or something. Um, <laughs> the horse probably has wings that we just don't see. Yeah. And uh, she is getting ready to strike down a Conan-looking motherfucker who's wearing just like a loincloth. And uh, the sky is black, and they're on some cobblestones. And there's obviously a castle near there. Dude, I wanted to start a podcast of you describing metal. Uh, I just, oh god, I just album want, covers. Oh, oh god, all I want to, do, I, I want to do a lot of stuff. Uh, okay, my uh, my number two uh, is going to be an album. I, I saw this band this year. Uh, I love them. I think they're great. I th- they've put out three albums. I think they're all good. One, one thing that's cool about this band is uh, on YouTube. They've done, you know, there's like the uh, uh, audio tree and stuff. Mm-hmm. These guys have done a lot of those, like where you go to a place and you get interviewed by a radio station, you play four or five songs. And I think they're so fun to, they're, they have a fun dynamic, the whole band. They're fun to talk. So in between songs, they're great. And then their songs fucking rip. Um, my number uh, two album of the year is uh, Morbid Stuff uh, by the band Pup. Oh, yeah. And uh, the song I'm going to play is the title track. Uh, morbid stuff. Uh, these I love guys. Pop and I haven't even gotten around to that album. This is track one on the new album, title track. Fucking listen to this, but. Just fucking rocks. Yeah. Just fucking. Yeah, yeah. It's I've like just been if, walking around to metal too much if this any year. Of those, yeah, but it's funny. So I've missed out on Menzingers and Pup and I. A lot like, of the music you like, if they were just had a singer like that fronting it, I'd love it. You know what I mean? It's I Because this is shredding and loud and fucking fun. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that The opening line of that, if you can't catch it, is uh, I was bored as fuck walking around thinking all this morbid stuff, like if anyone I've slept with is dead. And I'm like, what? That's wow. That's your album kickoff track. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, they're also, I, I, re- I saw a really great interview with them. There's just some dudes from Toronto. Um, they got a, when they, this, this, uh, their first album was a hit. They recorded themselves and everything. And people liked it. They were playing a lot around Toronto. And their second album, this big producer, who I don't know who he is, but he's a big producer that's produced a lot of great bands reached out to them and was like, hey, I'd like to produce your next album. And they're all like, what the fuck? And so they all four went and quit their jobs the same day. And they're like, that's like the day we were like, we're all in on this. Yeah. They all four went into their own like jobs I got into and quit. Uh, and uh, Them and Menzingers at the same time. Yeah. And also a band that's really fucking fallen off was Fiddler. Yeah. Well, Fiddler, I think they, they were young. And I think they had some like alcohol issues and mental health issues. Um, but I, think I know that last album was. Uh, I might be wrong. I was not a fan. I think one of the guys from Fiddler is doing like interesting, weird shit now. No, like singing like yeah. different kinds of musics and stuff. Um, but they were kids. They were like seventeen or eighteen with that, that first, first Fiddler oh, album. God, yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of those bands uh, from the, of that style and yeah. stuff that I am. Oh, I just fucking love They're it. They're great. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. 
Uh, my number two. Number two. This is uh, one I wasn't expecting as well. Uh, and it's really Who wasn't? It? What do you mean you weren't expecting it? You didn't were... like it as much as I did. Oh, I thought you were surprised. It's one of those ones that just kept creeping into my Spotify yeah. release radar. I thought you were surprised to you see know, it on like your own s- list. You know, like the singles were coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, And then I checked out the album, and the album's fucking great. Yeah. And it's uh, all over the place. It, like, opens with a hip-hop track. It's a lot of standard couple of blues tracks okay. in there. Fucking rocks. What is it's this? got a punk rock track on it fucking uh you're talking about the judgment night soundtrack uh no uh gary clark jr uh yeah this land. he's got a song that sounds like a fucking prince song weird on it that's fucking it's a great album i haven't i, haven't de- I couldn't even decide which one to play because there's yeah uh it's just really all it's, like the prince uh, the pink uh pearl cadillac yeah it's not pink cadillac the song's called pearl cadillac it's fucking great it's in my 2019 albums list but i haven't listened to it uh, yet. all right yeah you gotta you Let gotta me hear this all right I'm going to cheat real quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, please. It's like, he's got like this going on on it, too. carried away but like it's, it's a great album it's all over the place and i never really knew who he was until the uh he did that uh beatles uh night uh, yeah. at the uh emmys or whatever sure or the grammys salute to the beatles yeah that's cool and then uh i uh listened to his first dp and you know i just like uh good blue i mean he's a fucking phenomenal yeah. blues guitarist sure. yeah um i want to do a quick real quick an honorable mention song that i this mm-hmm. is just a song i love do it Song I love that came out this year. It's not tied to my list, but it's a great song. I'll mention. So here we go. I'm gonna play this right now. Come, is white pee. All right. Uh, that's of course "Come Is White Pee" by Nirvana. Yeah. Um. All right. Now back to my list. Now I'm about to do, give you my number one. Uh. Now there are a lot of songs that could have made this list. A lot of albums that could have made this list. Um. I'm having a weird time connecting with this because I think this album is my favorite album of the year. I think in five years when I look back, I don't know if I'll consider it my fi- my favorite of the year. But also, I kind of feel like in five years when I look back, I might consider this like one of my... I might still be listening to this album constantly. Um, I didn't know this album was coming out. It just happened. Uh, it was just dropped. Nobody... Like maybe there was press, but nobody knew that this was coming out. Um, it's an album by uh, Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridgers came together and recorded a whole album together. It's called uh, Better Oblivion, a Better Oblivion Community Center. That's the mm-hmm. that's the band name and the album name. The whole thing is just Better Oblivion Community Center, um, and I think it's gorgeous. It, the songs make me fucking like lose it. Um, and this is the they're the great story songs. Their voices together are perfect, and um, 
I'm going to play, there's a couple songs I was thinking of playing, but this is the one I'm going to play just because I think it's the best representation of the album. Fucking, their their voices together harmonize in such a good way. Um, if you haven't listened to Phoebe, all Phoebe Bridgers stuff is great. Connor Oberst has been since yeah. I was fucking fourteen. He's been one of my guys. Um, their voices together go so well. Uh, she's funny. He's fucking funny. Their songs are good. They have this really heartbreaking song that uh, where he's like, "You should really call your brother." You should really call your brother. Someone put up a picture where he can't stand He's holding on to the table Probably throwing darts, playing cards Something that he lost made him so mad you know that's like a real conversation somebody had where it's like, God, your brother's... I saw this thing on Facebook, you might want to get in touch. You know what? Like, it felt so real. Um, and so, like, I fucking... I think that album's fantastic, and I, I can't... It, it was my top album that I listened to this year, according to Spotify, too. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. Well, my number one is also uh, my top listened to mm-hmm. album on oh, Spotify shit. this, this gonna year. Oh, going to be like snore sounds or uh-huh. something? What, what do you think? Uh-huh. For fucking taking the legs out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to do the little bit where I was like, my number one album, White Noise Sleep, baby. Heavy Fan Breathe. You know what? At least it's White Noise at least it's white noise sleep, baby, not white power sleep, baby. You know, that's a different album. Uh, yeah. So uh, actually, my number one is, uh, boy, I went down uh, a nice rabbit hole of these Time bands. Out. That sounds like a folk band. Boy, I went down a nice rabbit hole. That yeah. sounds like the name of a band. But uh, one of my, I, what, what it barely missed my list last year because I didn't know it existed yeah. until like around January. But a band I really like called Skull Fist. Okay. Uh, good metal band from Canada. Uh, got me finding all these other bands that are like their contemporaries. Yeah. And uh, one of them, oh boy, I really dug. Apparently Sweden and Canada are just cranking out these metal bands that uh, like bring bring it. Like big riffs. Yeah. Uh, pick scrapes, battle vests, mustaches, you know, everything I want. And Well, I'll say this. I don't know if... Um Sweden does it, but Canada does, they support the arts in a different way where you can get grants to do bands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So people are more inclined to chase a, a career in music. Yeah. So people are, and if you're more inclined to chase a career, you're more inclined to do something interesting and different. There's you a lot of I mean? really good uh, bands I've gotten into Canada, uh, gotten into from Canada. And it's really cool to watch a lot of the music videos for the bands of this genre because yeah. they're not big and they're not making a lot of money. And so it's all like, do it yourself yeah uh videos but like uh they when they do it they do everything like 
the people that were in arenas. Sure, sure. In, in the 80s and stuff. So it's all like these big moves because they're copying like Maiden, basically. But then they're in a tiny ass club like St. Vitus. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're like huge, though. I was trying you know to find I, mean? I was trying to find it because I know, I'm sure, but I can't find. They're both, Pup and Skullfist are both from Toronto. You know yeah. they were on fucking lineups together at but, shitty bars. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. And this is... Uh, by far my top listened to album of the year. Okay, it's got a lot of big dumb lyrics and uh, like a high concept, and it's uh, Enforcer Zenith. It's about it's a good album about uh, some sun worshiping cult. Is the band Enforcer? Yeah. Oh my god, wouldn't it be funny if you played that clip from Adam Sandler's "What the Hell Happened to Me," where it's like, I mean, I don't really have to believe in this stuff, do I? No, no, just. Fucking tell everybody you believe in this shit. When they say the sun sucks, go, yeah, fuck the sun. I fucking hate it, too. Long live the fucking beast. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much this album. That's so great. here we go. Okay. Singer or male singer? Male. I like that a lot too. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I should make, I, I want to make a playlist of just like one or two songs by each of these bands. I can't get into an album that I'll lose my mind. Yeah. But one or two songs of that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, it's just fun. You yeah. Know? That's, I love that. I love that a lot. Uh, goddamn. Okay. So that's our albums. Nice. Now, was there any bands or anything off the top of your head that you got into this year that you. Maybe they didn't put an album this year, you know what I mean? Or anything you were listening to a lot of that you just found this year? If not, I didn't prep you for that, but um, uh, can you think of anything? I mean, uh, wound up listening to a lot more Dokken than I ever have. Okay. Uh, a, lot, a lot of like older metal bands that uh, I didn't know that I was going to like. Yeah. Uh, Crash Diet, that's another one of those. Uh, didn't they do that song? No, that's Crash Test Dummies. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but no, Crash Diet's just this fun, dumb uh, band that is Swedish, but they sound more like Crew okay. than some of the other stuff. Ambush, I really like. These are all like. Wait a minute, these Bush? Swe- Ambush. These are all like these Swedish uh, metal bands okay. that uh, sound like they're straight out of the 80s, but it's totally what I'm into. That's fun. Um, so, whatever. I, my big three that I got into this year, um, I was listening back. Apparently, I got into Hollow Notes last year. So, this year, 2019, I got into Wu Tang. I got into Thin Lizzy, who ripped. Yeah. I got into, oh. Go- right? And mm-hmm. I got into Gord Downey, who I think I might talk about next week on the show. But Gord Downey, lead singer of Tragically Hip, so good. It's just, it's his, it's so different and so interesting. And his, his writing, he's one of those people that I, the, my, my theory on it is 
Tragically Hip has like 10 or 15, 20 albums maybe. He's written so many lyrics that he got to the point where he just cracked an interesting vein of lyric writing. Um, there's another song on here um, that's got a this line that I can't, especially going through like we talked about at the top of the show, not figuring out, figuring out what you want in this career and wanting to have stuff. There's a song that's, uh, when are you thinking, the lines are, when are you, you thinking, thinking of disappearing? When are you falling off, when are you falling off the map? When the unknown that you're fearing's in the clearing? When your world's gone flat? When you're waiting for your life to be depicted? Feeling estrangement from escape? When you're packaged up, beautifully scripted, insulated with electrical tape? When the famous are getting airborne? When the evacuation's underway? I don't know. I just, it's gorgeous. And so Gord Downey's got a bunch of albums. He also did a thing that when he found out he was dying, he put out a whole album that's like 40 tracks maybe. And it's he wrote songs for everybody in his life. Oh. Even his dog and stuff like that. Um, his mom, his, his friends, everybody in his life, he wrote a song for them. And there, and it's, I don't know any of those people, but it's just a fucking great album of songs um, with a lot of love and a lot of heart in them. Um, so that's really interesting. I got into a lot to. of 60s pop. Yeah, yeah. Let me hear like, you. Know, you know, like the Grassroots. Yeah. You uh, know, Creed was in the Grassroots. The Buckinghams. Uh, you know, just making a lot of playlists. That's cool. With like Spiral Staircase. Do you have the kind of a drag? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The only reason I know uh, that is from Hot Shots. Or stuff remember? like Love Grows, Where My Rosemary Goes, like... Uh, if not metal the, uh, and uh, some of the uh, other uh, good blues. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been listening uh, to a lot of that. Also, uh, while we're still doing this. Yeah. Uh, we're I'm, almost done. Yeah, I know. We, we fucking <laughs> need to be. Oh, in Chicago, too. Yeah, I want to listen to Chicago more. A lot of people I like. A lot of people I know love them, and I need to get more into them. Eh, not, not really. Um, But uh, there's this one song. Give me one second. No problem. Here. I'll say that when you mentioned Buckingham's, my reference to the Buckingham's is Hot Shots Part Two, where he gets stuck in the sand and he comes to and he's all go, he's all like fucked up, and he's like, and that was the Buckingham's with kind of a drag. But uh, this song, this is one of my favorite songs of the year that okay. like was always out there, yeah. And I didn't uh, know that I like it's fucking fantastic, but it's uh, the Loving Spoonful. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You didn't have to be so nice and just like. The guitar tone on it is so fucking good. Let me hear this. I okay. don't know if I you know it. It's a fucking fantastic song. That's great. I love that a yeah. lot. So we better uh, wrap this fucker up, done. right? Before we just turn it into a uh-huh. jukebox. A jukebox. Uh, also, I want to say that, the, of course, both of us, our favorite albums of the year, 
are without a doubt both of us to agree that our favorite album of the year is the Nostalgic Front Christmas EP. Gideon Hambright's comedy album, oh, yeah. A Decade of Hits, which is available yeah, now. Yeah, because it pushed you two out of my fucking uh, your phone. Yeah, uh, Jukebox, uh, Decade of Hits. Get it on Jackknife Comedy Records. Um, I listened to a shit ton of Radiance Machine this year too. That's what I'm listening to when I'm mad now. Um, uh, and I'm always mad. Uh, okay, so that's the show. I just want to say also for the for the what are you, the real NFers who are yes. paying attention. I think this is now our longest episode of all time. Once the intro and outro are added, beating out Anya Vol's episode by a couple seconds is what it'll do. Wow. If, if if we come in at a good time, let's here. see how the decade uh, mm. end episode goes next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I, it's definitely longer than both our 2017. I know and I got a pee. I'm sure the dog does too. Yeah. Um, let's see. I I had a good year. Thanks for doing the podcast with me. me. Yeah. I think we should do some changes coming the new year. I think just some fun stuff. Nothing crazy. Like we talked a lot about the the new nostalgic front. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I think that's very funny. Um, maybe find a new theme song. Maybe find a new logo. Maybe do some new stuff. Uh, get some more stuff for the Patreon. Uh, maybe find a label. Find some ads. Yeah. Uh, get some big names on here. Uh, but yeah, so tell the listeners one last time in 2019 on a fun size where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E at yahoo.com. Yeah, uh, also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. Mm-hmm. Come on out the second uh, Friday of every month at Pine Box Rock Shop That's for right. free, fun comedy. That's right. Uh, listeners, you can find me at Patrick Hasey. It's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T, Patrick Hasey.com for all upcoming shows and dates. Uh, thank you so much for everything this year. It's been a lot. Absolutely. Thank you to everybody who's bought an ad. Thank you to everybody who's bought a t-shirt. Thank, thank you to everybody, everybody that's listened to a freaking episode. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's on the Patreon already. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who's everybody ever, that reaches out to us. Yeah, who's ever messaged us. By the way, I know we have listeners everywhere. I just want to say this: if you're on, if you maybe you're only listening and you only see us through Twitter or maybe through your app, we have on Facebook. We have a uh, the Nostalgia Front AOL chat room. There's only yeah. like 60 people in there. But you can go in there, and then anytime you see anything, if you see a funny article, post in there. Our friend Brian Arginello is great at that, the yeah, Michigan yeah. correspondent. Um, and sometimes it makes a little conversation starter. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, that, I mean, who, sometimes it's going to be great. You know, so get in there, do that. Um, follow us on all this stuff. Uh, spread the word. Tell your friends. And make it a, a New Year's resolution for 2020 to tell some people about it. Yeah. Um, uh, Play us at work, even though we're not safe for work. Yeah, not at all safe for the work. We talk about cum all the time, you know? You do. Um, tell your friends. Uh, be cool. Be cool. Come as white pee. Never die. No. And as always, remember. Edit that out. <laughs> if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So get the fuck out of here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.